Snatch the rat number one. If we get into a committed relationship, my hall pass is Fortune Feimster. Who is your hall pass and why? Probably the next door neighbor. But my last boyfriend lived a hundred miles away. Talk about a tremendous sex drive. <laughs> it was long. Well, I mean, it wasn't long, but the drive was. Got it, yes. Snatch the rat number two. Ooh, all right. Well, nice. she's come back, but the voice hasn't. <laughs> Same question. If we get into a committed relationship, who's your hall pass and why? My hall pass, sweetie, would probably be somebody in a cell at the L.A. County Jail, because Whitney don't do no sharing. Okay. Okay. Snatch the rat number three. If we were going on a two-week vacation at a nudist colony, what would you pack? Well, I imagine I would need to bring my waxing kit. We don't need the whole airport, just the landing strip. <laughs> I'm that kind of girl. We can all see what kind of a girl you are. Oh. Well, honey, I don't know when the last time you were able to see what kind of girl you are. <laughs> The only thing I haven't been able to see in years are my feet. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, indeed, Trinity as Whitney Houston had nothing, I think, as we saw this clip. And I think she knew that going in, and I will still always love her. <laughs> it was the heartbreak hotel for me mary i mean i i just was i was saddened by the setup in the workroom and you were so emotional about it weren't you (laughs) yeah you know and i gotta say when you believe uh sometimes you're disappointed yeah yeah well i I definitely don't think she was feeling like a million million dollar bill (laughs) okay i'm moving on (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, step by step, we got to move on with this. Uh, I do think that, uh, you know, in terms of the clip of the week, really what we want to talk about is the praise. And, you know, I I feel like, Colin, we've talked about this before, but we kind of hold our breath before Snatch Game. It's kind of like, oh, we love Snatch Game and we're conditioned to love it. And then we're always slightly disappointed. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like this segment of Snatch Game, despite Trinity, because there were moments of Trinity that I was like, ugh, I love her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this segment of Snatch Game, with just the three of them improvising with Cheyenne and Rue, it was, uh, I, when it ended, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want them to go away. Yeah, I was a little disappointed that their segment was over, and then I was a lot disappointed when the next one started. Uh, but I agree, I think that, I mean, I think that Ginger, obviously, is just, you know, there was there was no doubt she was going to win this. I really, it was very clear. I almost felt like the way they were setting this up, like, oh, this is Ginger's game to lose. I thought, oh, man, what if mm-hmm. she, you know, what if she bites it? But she was great. And, and then Kylie was kind of the question mark of like, oh, you know, is this going to be where she falters or where she rises? I... It was definitely, I I did not expect her to rise to the occasion. I thought that she was good. I thought Ginger was great. I thought Kylie was good. I thought, I Mary, I thought Kylie was great. I thought she was so great. She had, she had something every single time and then some. She did the clap back, clap back. 
I was very impressed. I think there's something about because we saw Karen from Finance attempt to do Dolly as well on Snatch Game um, for Drag Race Down Under, and I mm. and in either case, I don't feel like the what I think of when I think of Dolly really got captured. I feel like there was I feel like Kylie Sunwick, Love Hewitt, Michelle Geller, Lang uh, did a lot better than Karen in terms of some of the the catchphrases and whatnot. Uh, and and just kind of her mannerisms, but there's something else. There's, I mean, nobody seemed to catch that in the workroom. RuPaul had described Dolly as bolsterous, um, which is not a word. Mm. Uh, I think she may be trying to say boisterous, but I do think that there is a a real, you know, uh, Minnie Mouse energy to Dolly Parton that I still feel is not happening on Snatch Game yet for me. All right, I mean. I want to just, I mean, like, yes, yes. And the impression, was it spot on? No. I mean, was Tatiana's Ariana Grande more spot on but not funny? Like, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. that. Or, or And, like, same with Trinity. Like, Trinity, it she looked and acted like Whitney, and it looked like it was a great impression. And then she just didn't have any jokes. It just wasn't funny. Kylie had jokes. And, Mary, I got to give praise where praise is needed. She improvised that song. Mm-hmm. That is really hard. When she was playing on her Did nails. Put on the spotlight. Yeah. That, yeah, girl. I mean, that's why I'm saying I it, love it was that. I love That's why that. I'm saying it was good. When I say great, I'm talking about Benjamin Creme. I'm talking about, you know, I mean there's certain snatch games that okay. are kind of like next level and I think that this was good in the way that I don't know. I mean, I don't know where Alyssa Edwards as as Joan Crawford falls. I wouldn't say that was a good, a great impression, but she had jokes. You know, I almost think there's a similarity there where like, was Alyssa giving me Joan? Absolutely not. But did she play the game without missing a beat? Did she read the room? Yes. And I think Kylie did the same thing. So I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that like, it wasn't the same whole like, holy shit that I got from Ginger Minch. Okay, I, I I feel you, and I get that. And here, I'll just counter. In the future, in a year, yes, I'm going to remember Ginger Minch, but one of the things I'm going to remember at Snatch Game, I'm going to be like, oh, what Ginger and Kylie did together mm-hmm. was great. Absolutely. I mean, I think that was... Uh, I I think that reflected well on both of them because I think Ginger Ginger was so good at playing the game. She was so good at, at not just interacting with the other queens, like or using them as material, but having an actual yes and conversation with them, you know? Uh, whereas I felt like in the other group, Eureka is divine. It was a little bit more of just like, uh, okay, I don't know how to respond to that. So, but to Kylie's credit, when when the beach ball came over Trinity's head into her side of the net, <laughs> she bounced it right back. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, just speaking of past... Snatch Games, uh, the most recent All-Star season, I think the one to remember and the iconic one is obviously Juju B, oh, of course. A Sensible 74, mm-hmm. right? And what's iconic about 76? that and memorable... 76, yes. <laughs> there you go. Calling me <laughs> Sorry, out. Sorry, it's just those two uh, degrees make all the difference. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but no, seriously, Juju B was the was the one and the reason she did so well was she was able to take from others to play off of them and with this snatch game it wasn't i don't think ginger ginger did take but kylie was able to give it back to her which made it even better they didn't even need rupaul 
Absolutely. I think RuPaul was just relegated to, you know, doing the Sammy Davis Jr. slap at his knee and laughing thing in the corner. Sure. Um, I also, sure. I need to turn down the air conditioner a little bit. It is a sensible 74. I knew it was a little chilly. Oh, okay. Thank or no, it was a little warm. So, excuse me. It was a little warm. I knew I was still great. a little so, warm. So, wait, can you just say it? Can you just say it? I was... I what? was a little warm. <laughs> no, no, no. I... <laughs> just say, just repeat after me. Johnny, you were... A little warm. <laughs> a bit cooler than I was on the air conditioner. And the, and the opposite of left is... <laughs> You can't do it. No, no. You can't no. do it, Mary. Republican. You heard it on this episode. <laughs> Republican. The opposite of left is Republican. <laughs> is conservative. Um, Mary's, you heard it on this episode, All-Star Six Snatch Game. Colin cannot admit that I was right. I was right. Yeah. Wow, Bob. <laughs> Wait, I guess would you be Monet in this situation? Uh... I don't know. I, I, Monet rarely admits that she's wrong, so she's always fighting Bob. You know. Yeah, yeah. but I'm so often right, so it's difficult. Uh, <laughs> moving on, moving right along. I, you know, huge praise for Ginger and Kylie. I will say that I thought Ginger's, if the runway counts, and Mary's, you know my spiel. I don't think it does, mm. especially on All Stars, but. If the runway counts, Ginger's runway was sort of canceled out by Eureka's, which was really unfortunate, but it was better than Kylie's. I liked Kylie's a lot. I love that coin slot, but the but Ginger was was the one and, uh, you know, she she got the win and she deserved. Yeah, it. I, I thought it was, I guess, a little surprising that nobody mentioned that that Ginger and Eureka and Pandora and sort of Kylie, but at least the three of them kind of did the same thing. I, mm. Yeah. To be honest, I think that Trinity was the most successful on the runway for me and it was the most unique. Oh, by far. It was, I, I was just by like, far. Oh, this is what I was hoping for with pop art. You guys are giving me kind of like, listen, I love like home goods, pop art. I have home goods, pop art. I know you do. So this is not a read. I am coming from a place of familiarity, but it was a lot of home goods pop art until Trinity showed up. Yeah. Jeff Koons level, like kind of, you know, uh, and not to say that Jeff Koons is bland or anything, but it's like, he, that's what he's commenting on. You know Yeah. I mean? and, and I just, this was, it was like, I, I know that there is so much more than just, you know, uh, Mandy Warhol, you know what I mean? Like Mandy's to the rescue Warhol. Uh, like that's kind of what this was. And I thought there's so much more than just your face in different color palettes across your body. And also, if I'm just going to say it, you know, we don't talk about the runways much because we're not fashion queens. There are so many other podcasts and YouTube channels that talk about the looks. But me personally, as someone who doesn't understand fashion at all, the whole mod like silhouette doesn't work for me. And it's never worked for me. You know, it's an accessible silhouette. Uh, it's easy. I, I think it's nice when it's a surprise. Um, but to go, oh, pop art, and then go, oh, sixties, right? It's kind of like, all right, right. Girl, we uh, it. It's like, oh, of course, yeah. It's just I don't know. There's sort of a, you know, it makes everyone kind of look like the leggy lamp in a, a Christmas story. You know. <laughs> 
uh, for sure. Well, uh, we might have some more thoughts on the runway later, um, but huge praise for Eureka and not Eureka. <laughs> not Eureka. <laughs> wow. Not Eureka. Did not mean it like that. No, no. I, I, I do have things to say about Eureka. But um, yeah, this was not a disappointing Snatch Game. Um, I I loved it. I I was laughing a lot. I think the laugh track really helped. You mean RuPaul? Um, <laughs> RuPaul was, I mean, listen, I think even Pandora says somewhere in either Untucked or the What You're Packing with Michelle, like, it's not hard to make RuPaul laugh. And I, she, I think it was the What You're Packing, which was a surprisingly, you know, lighter Pandora than we've seen on the show or on Twitter. But, you know, she was like, I, the moment, you know, like, it's so easy to make RuPaul laugh. So the moment that he didn't, I was like, okay, I'm done. And I do think this go around, like, RuPaul, RuPaul was like, I will fucking laugh at anything. It, it, right. to the point where it was a little bit like the Full House soundtrack, where it was like, that wasn't funny, you know? Right. And, you know, if you're watching it with others, it, it affects you. If you're drinking, yep. it affects you. You know, there's a lot that kind of will... Uh, challenge it or, or kind of go into it. I I want to just point out a little nuance before we move on from Ginger Trinity and Kylie. But one of my favorite little nuances, and maybe you caught it, when Trinity goes, "Can you repeat the question?" and you know RuPaul's laughing mm-hmm. and everybody's laughing, and Ginger then says, "Oh, she says she has nothing." There's this nuance, Trinity. Just kind of, it's it's kind of an emotion that's kind of like, oh God, you got uh-huh. me. Uh huh. Oh, of right? course. Yeah. She, and, she, and she she throws up her hand with uh-huh. the hanky, and it's it was so cute because she got out of character, and it was Trinity being like, oh God, right? I knew that one. I yeah. knew that one. And I just found it so adorable. And I know I'm biased, Marys. I know I'm a TKB stan, um, but I it was so cute. To see Trinity being like, I know I'm not good at this. Like, I love that. She kind of waved a hanky, you know? She did wave a hanky. This was a, a new a waves, new waves a hanky. hanky. But this is, yeah, this is like a, uh, almost like a retreat waves yes. a hanky. Like, oh. Yeah, I surrender. I surrender. It was a white hanky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, it cut to the talking head where she was like, I, okay, just move on. You know, I, I, to I know. be honest, I know. Between like all of that and like and the editing, obviously, it's such a dignified way to bomb snatch game to be to be given the honor of being able to say in the talking head during the game. Yeah, no, I know it's not good. Listen, let me be the first one to say it like they they didn't do Trinity dirty this episode. They actually down the and we can talk about the runway later, but like the kid gloves that like Michelle had with her about this. It was actually very refreshing. It was really um yeah, no. I, yeah, they, they gave it to her. Beyond. They really you did. Know, they were kind of like, um, you're such a good sport. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, with Trinity, I just feel like this was, it's funny. It's just like season six where, you know, she went home on the Queens of Talk uh, episode and it was like. Mm, Chad. Uh, Ch- exactly. Yeah. And if she. Or Chad. Uh, Chad. Chad. Chad yeah. Um, and if she had gotten through, she would have gotten all the way to the end because the next few challenges were design based and makeovers and and dancing and well, whatnot like it yeah, was all in her wheelhouse yeah, and i and i've said this before like she very well could have and probably should have won that lip sync yes in vibology right or or it was a double double stay and uh, i you know because adored it great don't get me wrong but trinity had that great runway 
and it was a great lip sync. You know, there, there's arguments to say that Trinity actually should have stayed and an Adore either went home or, you know, tied for that lip sync. Certainly, and I think it was because if, if Trinity stayed, it's like, well, she would easily win the next couple challenges. And Definitely. and I think it's, the, it's a similar situation here where if you think about what kind of challenges they have had and will have, this is the only one Trinity really needed to worry about. And she's proven mm. that, that she would, she killed it on the acting challenges. She was funny. Anytime she had a script, she was, she's always been great on the runway. She's always been great at making stuff, but like, it was just this one challenge. And the reality is she's never going to have. And the comedy challenge, right? So we have to call that out, right? Like she didn't do well on the stand. Well, but, but the difference this season, what she says is like, I do well with a script. So she's not going to have to yeah. improvise anymore. And that was the only thing Trinity right. had to worry about. If she, if there was a, a comedy standup, challenge you know in two weeks if she can write it out she'll be fine you know sure, um sure. and so i yeah. think though granted she did bomb the first week but that's a whole other story she could redeem that you well know? well maybe um uh, yeah i just love that nuance i think uh, you're right in terms of this edit this episode they were they were kind yeah. of her uh and and she because i think she leaned into the confidence, which was, well, I have two wins. I'm the front runner. What are you going to do? Send me home? You know, and, and they could have, that could have bit her in the ass. Yeah. But I think she was confident enough to be like, you know what? I'm not going to fight this. I'm not going to let this kind of like mess me up. And I'm just going to go, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Well, it's ironic that we do see in act one, like Trinity telling, or maybe it's act two, like Trinity telling Ginger, you know, if I end up in the bottom this round, I think I'll be okay. And it's like, well, yeah. you know, you're talking to the right yeah. person. But I, to be honest, I mean, obviously this was not how I expected things to go. I thought Trinity was going to redeem herself. I thought Pandora was going to shine this week. I mean, mm. uh, I thought Sonique was going to be in trouble. Um, Same. This was not what yeah. I was expecting, certainly. But I, I, w I want to talk briefly about the kid gloves for Trinity. Um, and maybe we could praise her runway. I. She was the only one that kind of did pop art in a different way. I love the details of the dress. Obviously, the political statement is something that, you know, we love. Um, I, I just thought her makeup looked so good with the dress. It was this cohesive look. It was so graphic. Mm -hmm. And then I that we have to break apart this moment where she's like, uh, when RuPaul says, no, bitch, it's I have nothing. And she's like, no, I'm laughing at how crazy it is. And then still coming back, uh, TKB is like, oh, oh, that I didn't catch that. Right. Like TKB is cool as a cucumber. Mm -hmm. Letting RuPaul just like have this little mockery, you know. Well, and like to be fair. And again, this is the editors are giving her, you know, a good a good edit because it shows her in, in the workroom after saying it just made more sense to say I had nothing. That's proper. That's correct English. Like, yeah, she wasn't yeah, right. wrong. Like, she, she wasn't wrong. Like, I, she wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. Um, and it just. And if RuPaul says no, bitch, calls you bitch, like she's. I think that there's a sense of friendship there. Yes. There's a camaraderie, which is like, bitch, no, that's not what. It's this. Like, mm -hmm. I, I kind of love that about RuPaul. Um, Mary, I have to say this, just so so I'm being honest. In a normal season, Trinity was the weakest. Trinity was weaker in Snatch Game 
than Pandora. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Like, Trinity should have gone home if we're talking about just this challenge. Do you agree? I I do. I mean, it, you know, galls me to say it. But yes, if we were just going challenge by challenge, I'd say that of the six of them, she, at least Pandora kind of stayed in the game. Yeah. Yeah, because the Kim Cattrall was... She had the quotes, and she had that weird stuff with Eureka, right? Like, Eureka was kind of sucking up the too much air, in a way, in that, in between the three of them. Yeah. Um, so that was hard to deal with. I got to also say, okay, Pandora wasn't terrible. She was, she was funny. It, it just wasn't as strong as others. And on normal seasons, I think she would be safe. And I think they mentioned this in somewhere in the episode but like Kim Cattrall that character is very it's it's very like you know and it's not always the the, it's a meh character the other thing that I find interesting about picking Kim Cattrall is like so many gay men have that Samantha impression oh my god so it reads as a little basic I was thinking the same thing that like what this took me to was just like Gays at brunch doing bad Kim Cattrall impressions, and I feel like now it's. I like, feel very attacked. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, if you can do a good one, that's great. But let's, you know, facts are facts, America. I will say that the I think the modern version of that is, um, and again, bad impressions, bad Moira Rose impressions. Like oh. that to me feels like the new one. Like I, I just I love Shit's Creek, and I, you know, I know it's a little chuggy these days, as the kids say. But like the whole like baby thing is just like I'm right. just like guys come on like it, there's so many uh, like that the fruits the low hanging fruits that you're plucking from this tree you could do so much better you know yeah I'm I'm trying to think of another reference that I mean it's Drag Race right people also quote Drag Race which is a little oh like what gays basic. quote yes oh that's yeah. interesting what gays quote I mean. Oh, God. Oh, Mary, this is a whole other Matreon. My brain is exploding, and I just want to, like, uh-huh. swim through it. What gays quote? All right, I'm writing it down. Write it we'll down. Put a pin in put it. Put a pin in it. Let's not do, like, a two minutes of trend. Let's spend an episode on what gays quote. And for yeah. listeners, Mary's listening, we want to hear from you. Things you love that gays quote. Things you don't like that gays quote. What yeah. do gays quote? And, you know, queers, whatever. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Right, right. But specifically, I think there's an aesthetic with gay men. But gay men, it is. That, that's very true. That is very true. Of a certain age, too, that's, right? Yeah. Like, you know, 30 to 50. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's, oh, man. Man, I'm, just, I'm wanting to go down that rabbit hole, but we're, there's so many other things to talk about. And that's sure. so, worth its own episode. And what's interesting is that Pandora picked Kim Cattrall, and she talked about this a little bit in Untucked, but it, it wasn't that Kim Cattrall was a bad choice. It's not. It was it was a fine choice. It just wasn't the winning choice. I felt, and you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I felt like I mean I always go back to this again and again, but it was just because it was really, it shouldn't have worked and it did. But it was Alexis Mateo doing a pregnant lesbian Alicia Keys, you know, mm-hmm. hitting on Amber Rose, like you, right. you have to or gi- or Amy Winehouse with a Spanish accent. Yeah, yeah, like you have to give yourself like a a, a bunch of places to go, and especially I mean. Honestly, what is what is funny about Kim Cattrall? What is funny about Whitney Houston? If you don't give them 
there isn't anything inherently funny about them compared to Phyllis Diller. I know. Well, the thing is, Phyllis Diller could have been bad, but Ginger just told jokes through that character. And this is what I wrote down with Whitney Houston. It's like, yeah, maybe Whitney Houston, you don't want to go to the cocaine thing. But all you have to do is be the character and tell jokes. Yes. You just have to tell jokes. And that's why Pandora's performance like wasn't bad. Um, she quoted Kim Cattrall. That's what she did. Mm-hmm. And the one time she went off script, oh, sorry, a hairball, it wasn't funny. I That one, I was like, oh, girl, like get back in the car. You are totally off script. Uh, I, I feel like for Whitney, you know, maybe – you know, granted, you know, we did a version of it. I'm not saying it's brilliant, but where all of your responses are Whitney Houston songs because Correct. there are so many and all and they are all so varied that you can find a way to work them all in. And I mean, honestly, like that kind of simple pun is all RuPaul's really looking for. If I were Trinity, I'd be like, listen, Ginger's going to win this. I just got to stay afloat. And that would have been enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I was surprised that the the oh no the the children question was in the second group it was the second group that would have been a great question for Whitney yeah because she huh? believes the children are our future you know? yeah oh I um, know yeah I was waiting for that I was waiting for some bodyguard reference but Ginger beat her to it Ginger killed that uh, part the only thing uh, I would say I mean I I think Ginger easily once i love that she captured the nuance of phyllis stiller kind of laughing through the, while she's telling the oh, joke oh sure that, especially the the thing on her tits like i god the semen on her tits like it was uh yeah that was so funny. that was the real like studied detail of like oh yeah. that is something she does but i there was a part of me that wanted phyllis stiller in like the garish house dress with like the wild like albert mm. einstein hair i kind of wanted that phyllis stiller this was a little bit more like you know classic yeah and i just was like oh i wouldn't have minded you going a little wilder but whatever um yeah whatever um so back to pandora again like probably should have stayed if i'm being honest right because she didn't do the worst but i thought their conversation in untucked was very interesting where she was talking about like she's kind of afraid to do comedy now because she doesn't know if what she finds funny is still funny you know, when Kylie chimes in and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, the kids, they have a different sense of humor. They see different things, yada, yada, yada. And I just found this to be really an interesting lens to see Pandora in kind of in a better light or a more understandable light for this season. Because the question then becomes like, well, was Pandora just not rele- relevant enough on this season? Did she just not? know how to glow or like not know how to glow up but did she just not kind of change uh she just she just wanted a second shot or a third shot at it and she just like well i'm just gonna do what i do and in the process just kind of became so involved in her head of like god well i i don't really know if i'm funny or not anymore michelle talks about this all the time where you know, she always says, well, the kids nowadays, like, they just, they come prepared and they know what Drag Race expects. And, like, a lot of them, their drag is built on what are the expectations of Drag Race, mm. you know, of, like, okay, well, I know that I have to be good at impersonations and I need to learn how to sew and I need to know how to paint to look like this, etc. And, and wig lines and all that stuff. And that becomes the kind of, you know... um, it's like it's like a digital drag mom, you know what I mean? Like sure. drag race puts them into drag in a way. And right. I think that 
there is a variation of that maybe potentially with Pandora where it's like, and not that her drag couldn't have grown over the past decade, but there's that sense of like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she is a different, what she does and what she loves to do and what she excels at is a different aesthetic. I mean, another thing that makes me think about is like comparing people who do YouTube videos versus doing TikTok videos. It is uh-huh. TikTok is changing what humor is. TikTok is like changing the speed of humor. It's changing where the punchlines are. It like it is I feel like it is morphing people's perception of what is funny. And it's it's so different. And I just in some ways I think that like Pandora is a YouTube queen and like I'm a YouTube queen. So I'm not judging that. But like maybe some of these other queens are moving into like TikTok territory, you know? Yeah, the pace is different. I, you know, even Pandora's runways were great, and they weren't at this, like, all-stars level. Like, I keep going back to, I think it was Carson who said it last week with Trinity. It's like, this is an all-stars look. Like, mm-hmm. this is completely over the top of what regular drag seasons are. And, you know, Pandora probably was like, well, no, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to do this. Like, this is who I am. I wonder if Pandora had expectations and this is me editorializing, but like if she felt she was kind of owed something Mm. and didn't need to necessarily change, which I agree with like Pandora was certainly owed a better run on this fucking show than all stars one, almost to the point where all stars one like didn't really count because it wasn't her fault. Right. She was barely there. Yeah. Right. Right. And so it's almost like she was owed something, but, the, the the other part of the brief was like, yeah, girl, but this is like eight years later. Like, you you need to now have this level, this much kind of input into what you bring in your suitcases. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. I did appreciate when she was kind of deliberating in the mirror uh, in Untucked. She was like, you know, I felt like more myself this time. And I think that's super important to know that she's evolved kind of personally. And maybe that's why she just didn't want to, like, put on some sort of kind of like faux Pandora, you know, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I think in terms of because, you know, that that could be a whole other thing as well as, you know, there's in a way like robbed queens. I guess it kind of falls under that headliner queens who feel like they're owed something. And in some ways, I mean. You could go down the line of of someone who went home unfairly. I mean, you could look at I, I go to the immediate example of like season eleven and Nina West versus Silky, and the fact that Silky mm. stayed and Nina left for that lip sync that was meh. Stupid. You know, I mean, yeah, you could right. say that oh they owe Nina something, but you know Nina's like uh, sorry, I have hairspray, I have to go on right. tour and star, and so I can't right. be owed anything. Um, Pandora is always gonna sell tickets. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I feel like she's you know she's someone who I feel like probably always has. Well, I mean, I can't say this. I don't know. Always has an audience, but, um, but I guess to to be fair, her first season was you know over a decade ago, and she's still relevant today. So like that's worth something, you know. I, you know, before we kind of leave Pandora, I, the one kind of impression I had from her on this season is that she was not relaxed and felt kind of over it, and. I, I don't know if that's the best way for her to appear. Yeah, I think I think it reminds me of, you know, when you're watching somebody 
perform anything and it looks like they're having a good time even mm. if they're not nailing all the choreography or if some of the notes are wrong or whatever uh, you know if they look like they're having a good time then it's kind of like okay well I mean I'm having a good time if you're having a good time and I think with Pandora it was like it just didn't seem like you were having that much of a good time you right. know right right which is why I kind of Last week, I think I would have rather have preferred Jan. And, you know, I, I won't say Jan's name ever again. Oh, my is. goodness. <laughs> this but is a bombshell moment. Jan, you wanted Jan to stay? Let me be your star. <laughs> oh, um, my but, goodness. But, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's just, you want to see people having a good time. And by the time Pandora left, it it was kind of like, oh, girl. And they did, you know, she, she failed at the Snatch Game, her worst fear came true Mm -hmm. you know she still hasn't won won a challenge yeah right she She should have won this yeah should have yeah i guess in that yeah that was the fantasy narrative that she would finally win a challenge and she'd finally win snatch game and then you know send her on her way well if ever there was a time to talk about therapy and i do love to talk about therapy I honestly don't know anyone who wouldn't benefit from it these days, myself included. I couldn't agree more, Mary, and it's super accessible now thanks to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a lovely cheese pizza just for me. And much like Selena, I love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor basically at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary, and that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. Eureka, I think, was kind of like the bottom three for me um, mm. in in terms of like who I think I would have critiqued next. And I got to say, Eureka looked fucking phenomenal. As Divine? Yes. Yeah, I think that she looked good. It's interesting. Divine was her, like, I think her first choice or one of her alternate choices on season 10. And I remember RuPaul being like, uh, do you have anything else? And wow. I I definitely felt like Divine to me feels on paper like a great choice. But there was sort of that um, that sort of play acting tone. Like Eureka wasn't being Divine. She was doing a kind of like surface impression of Divine. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be dirty. Yeah. yeah. And this is me doing my Divine voice, you know, versus like, let it get into your, you know, your guts, you know? Sure. And I just, and yeah. I feel like that's also the key to Divine. Like, it needs to come from your gut, you know? Like, it's got to be like fully, like, it, when when you talk, it has to kind of emanate off of you like a stench. And I just felt like she was just doing a brunch impression, you know? Yeah. I, I think she was relying on that look. I, 
she was doing a very specific divine, and I feel like she should have been divine on a dating show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really got into that. Yeah. Um, and been sick and nasty that way, and that would have been funnier. Um, but I did appreciate that she swung hard. I thought that was a really good judging critique, where it was like, you swung very hard, and it was a little too much, but some of it stuck. I also think this is another example of like, I think you needed to be having a little more fun. Like, I think it, this mm. is kind of like Asia O'Hara playing an angry Beyonce. It's like, well, yeah, this isn't, you don't look like you're definitely not having fun. I don't think I'm not having fun. I know that. I think that there is a way to do, I mean, in a way it's kind of like, ugh, it's all there for you because divine has been on talk shows. And I feel like you could pluck some of that energy versus mm. being the pink flamingos divine, you know? Yeah, I, I think the quotes were great, and then you move on from that. I I thought, again, she looked fantastic. She probably sucked a little bit too much air out of the, out of the room, and that was kind of the problem, and, and for me, why it didn't really work at the end of the day, is that it was just too much. It, it, was, it was too much and then not enough at the same time. Because I, I think there's also a world where if she was too much, but she was killing it, if every if she was hitting the oh, same laugh notes as, as Ginger, I almost could have... It still would have probably sucked a lot of air out of the room, but it's like, well, at least you were nailing it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you yeah. know, this was just kind of a lot of, you know, uh, what is it? You know, uh, noise and... What's that thing? Much much ado about nothing, much uh, something something and nothing. One of those. Got it. <laughs> you know? I think I know what you mean. I... I, she did it, – it was tricky, right, because next to her was Kim Cattrall. And like we said before, that character is very like, you know, and that's a hard energy to play up against. And Pandora was kind of like, well, murder, kill, kill is a hard energy to play up against too. And she's absolutely right. But I think both were, were tricky because you go to Kim and it's kind of like, well, this, and then mm -hmm. nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and there may have been a way to navigate it because I also feel like, you know, then it's like, well, then don't respond to it, veer around it, and like, yeah, start your own thread, like stop. Yeah, I did not like that she did that or that she brought that up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, girl, that's no. Because like, not no. for nothing. I don't think Raja had that problem. Oh no! Oh, let's praise where praise needs to be, yeah. Mary. This I. I laughed so hard. Well, I am a fitness expert, although I don't like to work out. Uh, the inflection was so good. She and took she the had note. To laugh. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, my yes. favorite part when she says, "And what am I wearing? A white pantsuit." Like it was <laughs> the way she looked down quickly and looked up. It was so good. And like I, this to me was kind of one of those. If when you rewatch the season, it's one of those like, oh yeah, Raja, you know what? She held her own as as uh, Latoya. It was it was a I fun performance. I would see her do this again. Yeah. yeah, no, it was great. I I I'm a cat lover, although I'm allergic. Like she listened. Maybe she had those ideas before talking to RuPaul, but like this was great. And I think the judges were right. Like she needed the headband, but otherwise that was it. I liked the look. I thought she did well. This is. You need somebody that's safe. Yeah, she to, was you know? definitely safe. I thought, yeah, I thought she was, um, but I thought it was also a great example of not a huge, like Latoya is a, 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 actually a, a kind it's of a hard, a, you know, she, she's character. a small energy. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I think it was kind of, it's like, I hear you, Pandora, but then why did Raja figure it out when she had the same 
potentially challenges that you did with Eureka. Yeah, didn't she say she like, uh, you know, bad snatch, bad snatch. Like she interacted with Divine. Yeah. She was able to do it. She found a way. And I think, again, it's also about like if Divine's not saying if she's if she's giving you conversational cul-de-sacs, then just pave your own way, girl. Start your own new thread. You know, like don't don't make it all hinge on Eureka, you know? Yeah. And I think Pandora came clean. She's like, I was really in my head. Yeah. And that's not where you need to be when improvising. I, uh, Raja was very much in the moment, very much in the character. And I loved it. I will say her runway was the weakest. Mm. Uh, it, It stood out for the wrong reasons. Yeah, this was not, I was like, I wouldn't say this is pop art. I was like, this is, it was sort of like pop art by way of like Spencer's, you know. If I was on that judging panel, I would have said, it's purple mink, Dolores. Yeah. That's what I would have said. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> get the hell out of here, Tina Knowles. <laughs> oh, Tina Knowles. Not in, not in front of Miss Tina. Oh, my I God. <laughs> poor, Yeah, poor Miss Tina. You know, I do have to say the idea of TKB lip syncing in front of Miss Tina. I almost can't even think about it. Like how amazing Ugh. would that have been? Ugh. 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 Yeah. TKB. Mm-mm. It would have been like Dita Ritz lip syncing to this will be in front of Natalie Cole. I don't want her thinking this drag queen is doing a bad job of my song, you know? Right. Right. Ugh. Natalie she Cole is sitting right there. It. You know, she would have killed it. I will say I appreciated TKB in Act One being like Ginger, I came in here a lip sync assassin. I'm like, uh, you know, truth she, is always told. She was giving me Angela Bassett at that moment. Ah, uh, I came uh, in here an assassin. She said she 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 said her name. She said Ginger, I came in here an assassin. I don't need to win no lip yeah. syncs. And I was like, yeah, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. I she Ginger. Or rather, TKB saying Ginger. Yeah, that's a big part of TKB's energy. Yeah, she you know? says their names. Like, there's something when you do that, when you, like, people do that on TV and in plays all the time. But in real life, we don't really say people's names when we talk to them, you know? Colin, I know what you mean. You know what I mean, Mary? I say Mary. I don't, I think I probably said Johnny twice on this podcast. You rarely say my name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, you yeah. know. Call me by your name. Yeah. You know? I hate that movie. <laughs> well, and I love that song, so. Is that a song? Call me when you want. Call me when you need. Call me in the morning. I'll be all you need. I don't really know the words, oh. but it's call me by your Oh, name. the little Nas sexy X. song. You know, I've actually yes. still never heard it or watched that video. Oh, you, you know what you have to watch? I'm going to tell you what to watch. Uh-huh. Watch the SNL performance of it. Oh, with his pants he split? Is so, yeah, he is such a goose. Okay. Mary, you're, he's, he's a little 21-year-old. He is so sweet. Oh, so cute. I'm not and sexy, you know. Yeah, I'm not against him. It's just one of those things. It's it's you know, it's, you missed it. Yeah, yeah it's I like it. it's like the Da Vinci Code. I'm like, I'll wait, you know, I'll wait till everybody's gone to sleep and then I'll read it, you know. Um, Mary, let's talk about these uh, special guests, uh, Fortune and Cheyenne. Yes, um, they are part Fortune of the was, part of the yeah, little. They're, they're part of the fabric. The, yeah, because you know? there's there's Cheyenne, there's Fortune, there's Jennifer Bowers, Chapman. Like these are these like day players who come in and do bits on Drag Race, right? Who are not so, drag queens, but anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So Fortune, I thought was so adorable, so fun. Uh, I I just love that she's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Cheyenne, you know, is is a welcomed energy. Um, I appreciated his into the woods reference. Excited and scared. 
you know. Oh, is that what that no was? Musical. Is that what? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think so. It's a musical theater reference for sure. And he's a musical theater guy. Um, I walk me through this. Marys are going to crucify me. I know that I have no place to say this. I'm not fashionable. I oh, have terrible clothes. Oh, I have Mary, the same notes. Go for it. Uh-huh. Mary, men with no socks, short pants, and dress shoes. I just can't get into it. I know it's very popular that it's fashion. Yeah. But whenever it's praised, I scratch my head. I think it looks so weird. I'm like, why is no one critiquing this? I, I see it in New York a lot. I've thought about like, oh, could I do that? Could I pull it off? My first thought is because there's a you could you could dress this down with and I with like some fun little slip on sneakers and, you know, I don't know, some capris i don't know whatever but this is the thing that gets me with this is these dress shoes and my question is a don't your feet hurt b where are the socks c if there are no socks what's what's that smell like in there d what's it feel like in there are you making soup in there that's i guess two questions so e are you making soup in there like i am i i am concerned almost primarily about the the discomfort of those shoes Oh, for sure. I to quote the great Joan Crawford in Mommy Dearest, Faye Dunaway, played by Faye Dunaway, I can handle the socks. Yeah. Like it's fine. Obviously, Mary, I'm I'm assuming I hope they're just the no show socks, which are, you know, oh, a game changer. I love they're the no show sock. Yeah. I love no show socks. I'm assuming that's what people are doing mm-hmm. when they're wearing these boat shoes, when they're wearing these loafers. And yep. I wear them. Whatever I wear socks. them. I, yeah. I, and you know what I do? I put them on and then I do ballet foot because they make oh. me feel like I'm wearing ballet slippers. Oh, and you're like, ah, oh, yep. I'm on point. I'm Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. I'm, and then I like. Sla- I, I stick my leg up like like Joan and Mommy Dearest, and I slap my oh. thigh. You know, oh, I love that for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, um, uh, but this is, you know, I every it, it really is like sort of a year round thing. But obviously, back in the day when I was commuting more, I saw it constantly, and I just I see it on like Instagram, like on Evan mm-hmm. Ross Katz's, mm-hmm. you know, runway or red carpet reviews. And it's like, look at this fabulous, sexy man. I'm like, yeah, but ugh, the ankles. It's all about the Pee Wee Herman legs. I know. It's all about the ankles. I I don't know. I It's one of those things where I I basically am at the wedding tapping my hand on the table talking to the ants when it comes to this. I'm like, I guess if you guys want to do that, I think I, w- I, think I might look dumb is my concern. Well, I think it, you need to be tall, I think, to pull it off. Um. I and you are you're tall. You're everybody's taller than me, Mary. Well, but I'm talking like six one, six two. You know, having having that long leg. I don't know. I mean, maybe I feel like I've seen. I because I it's. I guess the trick is you got to if you're short, you have to find pants that are shorter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at a certain point, like they don't make pants that short. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, you hem them, but like I don't. Oh, I'm think not doing that, the work. <laughs> sure, but I don't think short men do this style. I think this is reserved for tall men only. Mm. I I will say that I have seen that it's not a body type specific one. I've seen skinny guys do this. I've seen bigger guys do this. Yeah. Uh, that has been interesting is that it, it, I, it doesn't seem to only work on one body type, at least in terms of weight. So that's interesting. 
Yeah, so I don't know. It stuck out to me because obviously we saw he was sitting down and then standing up and mm-hmm. all of that. And and I definitely noticed the the tuxedo shoes. I was like, That's are right. these the right shoes? Yeah, because honestly, they were loafers. I think if yeah. if if all of this, I could get together. I can handle the pants. Uh, but if the shoes were swapped out, you know, switch the shoes, baby, shoes switch the, the shoes on the other foot. Yeah. 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 Um, get, get rid of the shoes, baby. Get rid of the shoes. I, I might. In her shoes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to make me shoes. Sorry, go <laughs> yeah. for it. Uh, I, I would say that maybe I'd feel even more differently. I, cause I just, I look at those shoes and I think those look like. Those look like a, a pair of new floor shimes you haven't broken in yet. Like you are blisters. You are sister mm. blister over here. That's yes. my concern. Blistery and sweaty. I think we have to just assume, Mary, for your own sanity. It's a war zone in there. That he he was wearing no show socks yeah. and it was fine. I, the thing that I do appreciate about Cheyenne Jackson in his older age, I mean. Older age, wonderful, like a fine wine. It, I don't know if you get this aesthetic, but it looks like he's changed diapers. Like he's had to mm. wipe shit off of his face. Yes. Literally. This man has seen some things. Yeah. There is, that's true. There is that thing that you, that I feel like a, a parent of young children or a parent of any children, but that they've had to interact with their diapers for extended periods of time. Yeah. There's kind of a, oh, you've, you you went you went to war and you came home yeah. with with right. stories like cuz babies i mean babies don't just poop like babies just explode they are piñatas of poop is my understanding C- correct it, so you know it'll get Cheyenne on the Jackson, wall I, I i Cheyenne Jackson i used to have more of a problem with him when he was younger because of all of those reasons of why someone is popular in Hollywood, you know, the, it's the Doogie Howser syndrome. It's like, well, he had a personal life that was digestible by most Americans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, and that's not he can't help that. Uh, you know, he's great. He's wonderful. Um, he's also just he fits a mold that I think works for Hollywood. But I, I got to say, I appreciate him more and more the older and weathered he gets does that make sense yes absolutely i think you know sometimes you know you gotta you know i don't like milk but i do love parmesan cheese you know what i mean uh yes yes mary and they're very different Um, yeah 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 Uh, he's got a great singing voice i I, the one thing that kind of struck me when when i'm thinking about cheyenne jackson and this will be my last comment because i really I, I do enjoy him. I think he's fine uh, on the show, and I like him in things. But he's just—he epitomizes the replacement in a Broadway show for me. Oh. He just epitomizes <laughs> that. Is that mean? I guess that's mean. No, it's—it's it's just very specific. It's like you, yeah, you're—you're you're such a replacement on a Broadway show. I—it's a very specific. I don't think. I mean, I don't. He's a little beige. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're the, you know. The second choice, but you'll do. Yeah, there's a, and he's great. He's great. Sure, sure. I I think maybe there's a lack of interesting nuance there. Like I think if he was, if Cheyenne Jackson was like twenty percent more Olivia Coleman, I would like him a lot more. Same. You know, Same. like if there was something there of like, oh, you have a you have like a quirk about you. I can't even think of like a man. You know, like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like a man who does that for me, where it's like, oh, but you're kind of like a. 
you got like a quirky energy that I'm interested in, you know? Yeah. I Or you I, or you're I have, an interesting actor, you know? Right. I have a list of, of certain of those, uh, a small list, but, you know, there is a list there. Cheyenne, it's interesting because, you know, he keeps getting cast because of Ryan Murphy and he fits Ryan Murphy's mold and all of that. And I, I don't mind him. It's just I can't help but see that lens, see him through that lens, which is not his fault. I, he's great. He's got a great singing voice. He's very attractive. I just like him a little bit older. He's just like, I mean, he's fine. He's great. I just think he's insufferable, but he's great. He's really wonderful. <laughs> he's not I insufferable. Just find him he's to not. be the worst, but I love no, him. No, 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 no. I think, what, I think what would be interesting is to maybe using Drag Race as a lens is to go back and find his very first appearance on Drag Race mm. and then his most recent one, obviously Snatch Game of Love, and just to kind of see how like his brand on Drag Race has changed. Um, there's a similar you could do that with Ross Matthews. He was like a snatch game guest in like season four. And so to like see Ross then versus Ross now is a little not terribly different, but a little different. Um but I don't know. I think that might be interesting of like who has Cheyenne Jackson been on drag race over the years. Yeah. I an interesting side of Cheyenne Jackson is that he's put out like two or three records, like albums, because he, he's a singer and he has these very uncomfortable videos on youtube of his singing of his you know of his music right videos like music videos oh. um and it's not that that he's bad that they're bad songs it's not that it's just the 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 pedestal that he's put on and it's like i think the only reason he's on this pedestal right now is because he's a famous person you know yeah, I I have and we don't I can we can save it for another time, but I have similar thoughts for like when like musical theater actors or actresses like put out like an album where yeah. where I'm just like see it, mm. then it's not even like musical numbers, it's just like either covers of regular songs Standards, or like yeah. original songs and it's like it's very often where it's just like oh, but like I loved you in that show. You know, like, I love when you do Sondheim, you know? Right, um, right. It's very rare for a, a singer, a Broadway singer. Oh, my God, so many Marys are going to write in about this. For a Broadway singer to kind of break through as somebody that's not just Broadway star. First example that comes to my mind is Audra McDonald, right? Like, oh, sure. I, I would, We'll listen to her albums. Yeah. Been great. We'll listen to her all the time. The, the one that I remember buying as a child, Mary, because... I'm a gay man is Linda Edder. That's the uh, other one I think of. Cause I think of this album. I remember in her borders, they let you like listen to samples of songs. <laughs> and I remember listening to her singing man love La Mancha for 30 seconds in a borders once like 25 years ago. Mm, oh, Mary. Yes. And man of La Mancha. That is, it's so good. Well, it's so good. It's so good. She's so good at it. Yeah. 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 Um, I, you know, and, I think recently, you know, you have Leslie Odom Jr., you have Ben Platt. Um, I think Shoshana Bean's done it. But but honestly, the people buying those albums, for the most part, and I don't think Audrey McDonald falls into this category, but, like, the people buying those albums are just the Broadway fans. But that's what so I, in, a, in right. essence, it's still a Broadway CD. Right. Like, I think that's what I think of is, like, it feels like it's a it's an aesthetic that doesn't translate to, say, mainstream or even, like, mm. a more indie kind of feel. Like, it just doesn't translate. 
and it still feels like a performance like I mean, the worst is like when it's like, oh, I'm I'm doing like hard rock, and it's like, no, you're doing Rock of Ages, oh, like, I know, you know what I, I mean? It, that's so true. It's so cringy. It's like just, it doesn't translate, you know? Uh, like you're not Joan Jett, you know? You're, you're just not, you know? You're Marion Seldes. Just deal with it. You know? <laughs> I support them. I support them doing like Billy Porter. I think does like a whole album of Richard Rodgers, and it's like yes. Well, that like, makes sense. To the Broadway and then make yeah, it yours. You know, right? That makes sense. But like, you know, don't. I don't know. That's just my own personal taste. I'm sure there's some examples, but um, oh, there's and and you know, I'm open to it. Um, I know people love Gavin Creel. I know they love Jessica Voss, who both have albums. But, you know, at the end of the day, you go back to, well, yeah, but who is their audience? Yeah, who's their, who audience? Is their audience? Are they reaching a yeah. new audience with this album? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know if those are popular opinions or not, but they're opinions, and you can just pick Ooh. them up or leave them if you don't agree. People feel attacked right Yeah, now. whatever. We have... <laughs> We have done hundreds of episodes. You have to disagree with us at some point, you know? Mm. Um, you know, one thing I want to bring up that maybe two things I want to bring up uh, in terms of things we've heard often throughout the season that I want to just call out before I forget. One, this may be our last chance to really talk about it, but the box that rocks. Um, I can't figure out if this is a Samantha Fox reference because of the British accent. I don't know what this is. I'm assuming this is a reference. Do you know who Samantha Fox is? Nope. Oh, she's like, a, I think she's British, but she's like a 80s, 90s singer. Um, and then someone that RuPaul would like. So I'm assuming that that's and i think she's british but um i'm assuming that is what the box that rocks is so i just need to name that um if anyone can okay. help out i also think that I'm, i thought that was just like pandora's catchphrase no no i don't think that pandora oh, didn't come oh, in with shit. that yeah no 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 no, no. Um, the other thing... She does not get a dog, sorry. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the other thing that I need to... I've been biting my tongue on, but I think I, it's fair to say now is I think I'm good on the Oh My Gods. Oh my God. I'm good with that. Oh. I'm good with that. Oh, I get it. I get like, it. It's Raja's. Yeah, yeah and it's just... I, now yeah. it's spreading, and I'm just like, I get it. I just... Stop. Like, and listen, I'll repeat things until they're six feet under, but I just, so no one knows better than me. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. (laughs) Named the whole podcast after it. So I think I know what I'm talking about when I'm saying cut it out, you know? Sure. Uh, Yeah, cut it out, Joey. Um, So, Mary, I I think the one thing we haven't really talked about is uh, the lip sync. Yes. Um, Yeah. Ms. Heidi in Closet. This... I, I like the song. I don't know if it was the best song, but talk to me about this lip sync. So one, I seeing Heidi again, it made me think, oh, she would have been a great Latoya Jackson. I would have loved to see Heidi play Latoya Jackson's yes. match game. She's got so much of that. Um, B... You know, who it, was her snatch game? Do you remember? She did Leslie, Leslie, not Leslie Jordan, Leslie, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. She did Leslie Jones. Oh. Yeah. Um, and it just wasn't. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, happy oh, to I'm see. I'm looking at the picture right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So happy to see Heidi again, obviously. I think that um, the song never really 
took off for me. Yeah. Like it just never, yeah. I kept waiting for it to go somewhere. And I was like, Oh, it's just not, it, there's no, there's nowhere to go with this. You know, like this is just something to fuck to, you know? Uh, and I think that Heidi kind of flubbed it. Ooh. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she, I, she had the, the wig reveal didn't happen the way and when she wanted it to. Yeah. Which was a big thing. I thought Ginger was really funny and she pulled out the comedy and I think RuPaul loves when, you know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think uh, Heidi kind of flubbed it. I think you're right. Yeah. I think Ginger was giving me painted babies in that look. She was giving me, you know, little child beauty pageant in that sure. little look. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's crazy to think that Ginger's won like $60,000 so far in this, this season. Ugh. This she won the thirty thousand dollar lip sync and the twenty thousand dollar lip sync, and then she got five thousand dollar tips from both of those wins. Crazy, crazy. Like yes, if she if she wins this season, she I mean she she could walk away if she wins another lip sync. You know, with I'd be surprised if they allow that. I know, but a ridiculous amount of money. I mean, it's just, and in some ways, if I were Ginger, I'd be like, listen, if I don't win. This is not a bad piece I'm of money. Fine. You say, yeah, yeah like right. this will yeah. do me just fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think that she has a good chance of winning. I do too. Um, next week, first of all, it was so obvious who the lip sync assassin is. I, oh, I was next week? Surprised. Yeah, that they just gave that away. Oh, I didn't see, I, I didn't catch it. Who Who is it? Or who do you think, who is it look like it? Who, who does oh, it look but, like it is? Okay. Well, there's all, maybe you can guess, like there's all the tattoos on her hands. Oh, Cameron. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know what? I saw something on Twitter about this, and it and my brain, I just, you know, it didn't all come together. Oh, yeah. Which makes perfect sense. She is technically oh, yeah. a lip sync assassin. assassin. Yeah. yeah. She does that one move where. Oh, the hair you know, thing? The, the hair thing. Uh-huh. I love that. Split. It's, yeah. it's like yeah. when her car, like, swerves really quickly, and she does, like, the steering wheel and the hair. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she uh, she is a lip sync assassin. She comes alive when she lip syncs, which I think is really mm-hmm. cool. I'm excited um, about so it. be a good one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm confused about what the challenge is actually going to be. Like, I can't tell if they're going to do one of those weird runways where they're talking oh. to an animated character on the runway and there's like a voiceover thing. Or are they going like, to be in a, a live action thing? You know? Yeah. Are they like in a green screen thing right. where they're interacting with a cartoon? Like I'm a little like Ooh, about this, but yeah. Or is it going to be like a superhero's runway and they have to do a voiceover, you know? Yeah. Um, now with these drag tots, wasn't ginger one of the voice actors of drag tots? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> she's not gonna win no no she can't i mean i don't know at this you know who's gonna win i i think it's gonna be kylie i think kylie needs another win right now for me could be raja Um, because if it's a design if it involves any design work i feel like didn't raja oh she said maybe in untucked she said all everything i wear i make and i was like really oh i didn't put that together um I well, mean, she's, she did that 60 second sewing challenge. Oh, that's you know? right. Like, oh, that's right. Um, you know, uh, and Raja is an, is a great sort of example of someone who's clearly having a good time this season. 
Like, oh, I think she knows. Yeah. yeah, I think she knows. It's it's great. It's great. She is she is a, a, a treat to the season. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's interesting just to mention. I'm just looking at you know as we see the top five in terms of track records and whatnot. Uh, I think it's just worth mentioning that uh, Ginger and Trinity have two wins. Uh, Trinity has been in the bottom twice. Ginger has been in the bottom once, but she was in a bottom four and got no votes. So she's technically the best track record and then followed by Sonique who won a challenge and was in the bottom once, but she was in the bottom three and got no votes. And then Raja has one win and was in a bottom two once. Eureka has neither won any challenges or been in a bottom at all. Her track record is mostly high. It's really interesting. Like on Wikipedia, they have that little chart. And I mean, it's, it's like Scarlet Bobo on Canada's drag race. It's like, well, no, you haven't won anything, but you actually haven't been in the bottom either. So it's, uh, I mean, it's interesting. I hate to say it. Well, first of all, I ain't no mathematician, to quote Ginger. Mm. I thought that was a great quote. Um, but I hate to say it, but I think Trinity is going home next week. Um, I, <sighs> I, 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 I'm waiting for my heart to break, right? Wow. I mean. Heart to break. Whatever that song is. I just, I, I, yeah. I'm I'm preparing for the worst. That's Mary. cruel. I mean, I just I I've just decided that she's going to the finale. I've just made that decision. And listen, I was very wrong last week about what I thought I was going to happen this week. So, you know, uh, yeah. I might just be veering into a ditch. But I would love to veer into that ditch, thinking that Trinity's going to go to the finale. The one that needs to prove it next week is Eureka. So she's either winning, or she's going home. Yeah. And then and if she's in the bottom, she's going home. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. But but then and I was thinking about this like then it's the game within the game. And I, th- th- I did have this thought. I did need to entertain this thought this week when I thought that they might, you know, pull the proverbial page and send Trinity home. I thought, OK, but if the game within the game is what we think it is and I. I someone told us oh. we may have spoiled it last week. So I'll bite my may tongue. Have, yeah. Right. Um, bite your tongue. Yeah. I have a. I will just say I have a. Trinity having to play the game within the game could be a very exciting game. I'll just say that. Wow, Bob, you must not care about spoilers. Wow, it could mean anything. She's so good at everything. <laughs> what we do know is that the game within the game is not improv. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, you just spoiled it. Yeah, wow, just spoiled it. Wow, Everyone Bob. was sitting here thinking right, it was going to be, right, you know, Mary. the Groundlings challenge. Yeah, um, oh, yeah Groundlings. Right, 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 right. A fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> no. So that's my thought. Is it? I had to tell myself that should Trinity end up in the bottom and go home this week, and she goes into the game within the game. I would then transfer my hopes to Trinity winning the game within the game. You know All what right, I mean? Mary. All right, Mary. Um, uh, I think that we are going to leave it there. Uh, unless you have any other things to add. I don't think that. I guess I would all say it was kind of tough this week. They're really, I mean, I'm going to give the BSA to Ginger because she did a great job in Snatch Game. And I love someone keeping Phyllis Diller relevant. If we don't make these references, we lose these references. So I'm going to give that to BSA to Ginger this week. And um, yeah, that's kind of, I think that's it. I'm giving the BSA to Raja. I think, you know. Uh, kind of unsung this episode. Oh, I so. appreciate that. I c- I could almost even switch that. I I'll we'll let them both have it. You know. <laughs> oh, a tie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Marys, if you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary or email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRight-Mary. Uh, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And you can find more of me and my other two podcasts, either in the details, a celebration of nuance, or best supporting podcast, a celebration of supporting actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us, including uh, it must be March around here because we are knee deep in brackets. Uh, we are we are doing brackets of plenty these past few weeks, and if you want to get in on that, including a all winners bracket, pizza queen bracket, best supporting actress bracket, uh, and obviously a butt ton of other episodes, just go to patreon.com/slash all right Mary. Nothing parenthetical about that, Mary. Uh, right, our Mary. our last chance lip sync this week is dedicated to. The zaniest Snatch Game character that uh, never became zany. Uh, um, the zaniest, zippityest, zaddity, zat, zat, zaddiest Snatch Game character. Zippity doo doo dee. Yeah. Is uh, Kim Cattrall scatting. I just think that if a queen mixed this into a performance, it would kill. I agree. So, and I hate scatting. Uh, yes, I know you do. I hate it. Um, Kim Cattrall scatting is this week's. Last chance lip sync because anything goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm gonna go throw up. Tot scenes. Skilia do pop. I read poetry and sonnets, and he plays the upright bass. Yamakipiebo, cedere fakebo, in dog Latin he quotes. Uje, suffice all the he-dogs and winked at all the she-dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. <laughs> we just have a good rhythm together, you know? He sort of feels me out, I feel him out, and uh, we go for it.